What do you think are some ways that we, where we see scarcity, God, God sees more than enough? Hi everyone, welcome back. My name is Kelvin and this is Elevate Retake. Today on the podcast, we're talking about That Will Do, the latest message from Elevate Retake. It's about Elisha helping out a poor widow who was in need when she needed him the most. And Elisha asked her a couple of questions, but before we get started, I'd like to introduce you to our guests. Well, hello everyone. My name is Esther Souza, and I go to the university here, uh, Southwestern Adventist University, and I'm in my last year. So exciting things coming ahead. What are you studying? I'm a music major, but I am wanting to be a physician assistant or known as physician associate. Uh, So that's the path that I'm going, and I'm excited. We sat down in the studio to discuss this wonderful Bible story in a lesson that to me says whatever you have is enough for God to perform a miracle. Whatever you have is all that God needs. So let's dive right in, get with it, and without further ado, here we go. Well, today we're looking at uh, the message called That Will Do from 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. Um... And I'm curious, what stuck out to you? What? Uh... Yes. So, yeah, you texted me and you told me that it's going to be from Second Kings four and verses one through seven. And so I was like, you know what? Let me go check it out and see what it's about. And obviously, it's about the widow who has uh, quite a bit of debt to pay, mm-hmm. but there's literally no way that she can pay it back. So she's kind of stuck in a situation, and so she goes to the prophet. Elisha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. always want to say Elijah. <laughs> um, and he tells her what to do. And what really sticks out to me is um, verse five, okay. how she does what she is told to do. And the reason why it sticks out to me is because she doesn't question how he says, um, go get your jars and then or like borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and neighbors. And the thing is, like, if it was me personally in this situation, I'll be like, why do I need to borrow jars? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. that makes no sense. Like, I'm asking you, like, how can I pay back my debt, not get jars? (laughs) But (laughs) like, she doesn't even question it. And she just does what she is told. And I think that's like an act of faith from her part that she's like, okay, I don't have to question it. I'll just do it. Yeah. And so that's what really stuck out to me. Yeah. I wonder how many times God asks us for simple things or like what the equivalent in our life is mm-hmm. of going and asking for jars. Yeah, exactly. And that we don't do. Exactly. And I was just thinking about that. And I was like, how do I apply this in like today's world? And I'm like, well, everyone goes through situations that like seem impossible, whether it's financial situations, relationships, Mm -hmm. uh, schooling. We always have things that seem impossible, but uh, we have to go out of our way like she does to go and ask the prophet for help. Uh, So don't be afraid to go and ask God for help and be faithful. Like don't question mm-hmm. what God is going to tell you to do next. Cause I feel like we get so focused on our human tendencies that we forget that God can literally take something small, like literally a jar and be able to fix her situation. Yeah. 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 But it's hard to do because we're human. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. God uh, has a way of uh, using some of the most mundane things mm-hmm. or the 
in most challenging situations because she's like you mentioned wanting to get out of debt doesn't want her sons to go into slavery exactly and it's like water bottle or jars like really <laughs> but i'm gonna do it and then see how god blesses exactly. and i like that example of radical faith mm -hmm. she just trusts there's no like are you sure elisha is that what i'm actually yeah. supposed to do she just goes and does and god blesses mm-hmm and so I feel like we should definitely start applying that type of mentality in like the everyday things because mm -hmm. like uh, everyone worries and everyone likes to stress out about things. Not that we'd like to. Let me rephrase that. I don't <laughs> think anyone likes to stress out. It right. just unfortunately it happens. But yeah. I've been trying to read books about like prayer and about faith. And it's very interesting how both prayer and faith go together mm. and so i feel like whenever we pray and we have faith then our stresses and our worries about our everyday life go away and yeah. so maybe that's what this uh, widow was implementing in her daily life is just prayer and practicing faith because mm -hmm. for her to not question him whenever he says to borrow as many empty jars as you can yeah. I feel like th that's an amazing quality yeah. to yeah, have yeah, yeah. because i feel like most people would just be like okay um this makes no sense. <laughs> I really don't understand where you're coming yeah. with this. Yeah. But she does it and she tells her sons, go grab more jars. And then they're like, uh, we ran out. And then what is it? In verse seven, it says, when she told the men of God what had happened, he said to her, now sell the olive oil and pay your debts and you and your sons can live on what is left over. Mm. And I think that's just so amazing. Like she did what she was told to do. Uh, she didn't question what was told and yeah. God blessed her. She was able to sell the olive oil and pay her debts, but also it says that she can live on what is left over. So that mm -hmm. means not only did it pay off the debt, but yeah. like it surpassed even what she probably thought what would happen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And she spent some time at the, at the spent some time at the beginning talking about how faithful her husband was to God. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that, it's interesting to see that, you know, she she kind of uses her husband's faith, I think, to propel her into this. And she, I think, is even equal or maybe even more so dependent on God in this story and has a faith in the same way that she describes her husband yeah. as having a faith in God and serving Elisha. And that, mm -hmm. that her, she, it goes without saying in the way that she responds to the request of the prophet. It's just okay, this is the direction I'm going to go. Exactly. How much faith that she had. Exactly. And so I feel like that can also show like our the way that we live our lifestyle can be a testament to other people. Mm -hmm. So the way that we do our everyday things, like people are watching whether we realize it or not. Yeah. And so even though her husband was dead, like he still made an impact in her life. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's probably another reason as to why she was so faithful was maybe she saw how her husband was faithful to the Lord. So she's like, hmm, let me implement that too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of things to take away from this. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think are some ways that we, uh, I know I mentioned in the, the middle of it, where we see scarcity, God, se God sees more than enough. What are some uh, maybe challenges to, like practical challenges that we face in terms of knowing that God is going to provide mm -hmm. versus kind of looking out and being like, well, what's, what's he going to do with all this? Yeah. Like, what are some challenges that we face uh, in, in that? I would say personally for me, like I see challenges um, 
in the everyday things, whether it's with school, I would say even in the small things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like, oh, but it's so small, but it's still something that is a challenge for you. Mm -hmm. And so I guess something that I've been trying to implement is taking all of these small problems that I have to God, Hmm. because like a lot of people like to think, well, maybe he doesn't care about something that's so small and insignificant, Mm -hmm. but I'm starting to learn that he actually does care about the small and insignificant things. And what was, it was like this week, I was talking to my family friend about like faith and prayer. And I was like, I'm going through a season in my life in which I just have to have faith and trust God. Like that's my only option because everything seems so impossible right now. And she was telling me, she says, Esther, I remember whenever you were younger, your family wanted to go to Portugal for a family reunion. And mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, yes, I remember this story. And basically what happened was my dad, ever since I was young, he would always talk to me about prayer and about having faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bible has many verses in, when it, in which it talks about if you pray for anything and you believe it, then it will happen. And just like being uh, faithful. And so I really took that personally as mm-hmm. a child because you just like soak in everything mm-hmm. as a child mm-hmm. and you yeah, don't yeah. like doubt. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so I didn't doubt. And then uh, my dad was like, hey, we really want to go to Portugal, but I don't think it's going to happen this year because we have no money. And I was like, what is he talking about? I was like, it doesn't matter if we don't have money, we're going to go. So I grabbed my little Dora (laughs) backpack and I remember I started packing my clothes and I was like, we're going to Portugal. So my sister, she ends up following me. She also gets her little Dora backpack and just like packs everything. And we go to our parents, we're like, we're ready to go. Next day, uh, we show up to the post office or we receive a letter and someone sends a check with the exact amount of money that we needed to go to Portugal. And so she says, Esther, that little girl is the girl that has faith. You Mm. didn't question whether you guys had money or not. You just said, we're going because I have faith and I believe it. Yeah. And so I feel like it's something so small like that. We can use that in our everyday life is to just have faith. And I know that it's easier said than done because (laughs) I feel like as we get older, we start seeing the stresses of life and just we start trying to be practical and more realistic. Mm -hmm. But I feel like God is trying to tell us, yes, I understand that you want to be realistic, but believe that I can do the impossible in your life. Whether it's with finances, your marriage, relationships, your friendships, um, schooling, whatever it is, he can do the impossible. Yeah. Well, and I like how you pointed out the kind of like childlike faith. Yeah. Like your friends like, hey, remember like that Esther? Like that's it. Exactly. (laughs) And in comparing it to the story, you know, the the sons of this widow, we don't know how old they were. Mm-hmm. They could have been, I mean, obviously they're, uh, the, the creditors coming to collect them as slaves. And so they're at least of some age to, mm-hmm. to be valuable in that way. But they are mentioned as sons. And so that kind of childlike faith that yeah. they just go along with what mom said. That's true. Uh-huh. You know, and then connect that to what Jesus says. Jesus says, you must have the faith of a child in order to enter to the kingdom enter. of heaven. Yeah. Right. And, and I think it's easier for kids uh, because maybe they haven't been as jaded or haven't had as many negative experiences, mm-hmm. but just to believe mm-hmm. the impossible. Exactly. Because they're like, well, why not? Yeah. yeah. Like, everything's possible. <laughs> and uh, that... I, 
I, I hate to say it, but I think sometimes we get a little old and crabby in our faith. I think so too. <laughs> and so that's what I was talking about with my family friend. I was like, you know what? I think as I have gotten older, I have just been like, oh, let me try and be realistic. That's probably not going to happen. Yeah. And it's like, I'm trying to limit God. Yeah. And it's like, God has no limits. There's literally yeah. nothing that is impossible with him. Yeah. It's just, he wants, sometimes I feel like he wants us to ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just go and ask him and he'll, he'll provide it and just have yeah. faith that he has already provided whatever you need. Yeah, absolutely. Like what Jesus says uh, in, uh, I can't remember the reference off the top of my head. Uh, Jesus says a lot of things. That we I know, right? <laughs> but he's talking to his disciples about prayer and faith. And he uses the example of parents who don't give their children bad gifts. Like yes. if kids ask for something, then, you know, you as a parent, even though you're being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. Mm -hmm. How much more does the Father in heaven want to give you the gift of the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Exactly. It just makes you think about that for a second. It's like, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God is willing to provide. We just have to, we just have to ask. Mm -hmm. And I think then the gift becomes more, not so much about the giver, but the one, the receiver, because it may be God is working on, he has the gift for us, but he's wanting to create the space inside of us to receive. Exactly. Yeah. And I, th I see that in the, the, the story of the, the widow's oil because God had to create space for her to receive the blessing of the oil. Mm -hmm. Maybe she doesn't have enough pots in her house to pay off the debt and live off of yeah. it. And so he says, you've got to go do this. You've got to prepare for the blessing. That's coming your way. Yeah. Exactly. What was it? I was reading from Ellen G. White, the prayer book. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. And okay. there was like this. No, I'm sorry. I got this from my devotion. That's, okay. Okay. <laughs> but the whole point is, it, it's like a little quote that really stuck out to me. And yeah. it says, when human reason has exhausted every possibility, the children can go to their father and receive all they need. For only when you have become utterly dependent upon prayer and faith, only when all human possibilities have been exhausted can you begin to reckon that God will intervene and work his miracles. Wow. And so I was reading that this past week and I was like, that is so true. It's only whenever we're in situations that literally there's nothing left and mm -hmm. we're just like, okay, this is impossible. It's only then that can we depend on God and know that mm -hmm. he will provide. Yeah. Because who else will? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's no other space. Else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe exactly. that's why we get put into these situations that require faith. It's to be able to depend on God and know that he will come through with whatever it is that you need. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And it may not be exactly what we thought it was originally because, mm -hmm. the you know, the woman in this story is like, can I get some help? Yeah. And he's like, oil pots. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it ends up being exactly what she needed at that time. And uh -huh. I think God works the same thing in our lives that when we ask, he's willing to provide may not look exactly the way mm -hmm. we, we think, but when we look back and how he's provided and created that space and we totally depend on him then we receive the blessing exactly. that we were looking for all along. And I think he not only provides, but it seems like he goes above and beyond with providing because uh, she, I feel like she was just expecting to just have her debt paid off. But mm. instead, uh, what it says is that she was able to live off of what was left over. Yeah. And so that means that literally God not only gave her what she needed at that moment, but even more. Mm. And so... Yeah. I feel like that's what God usually does is he yeah. gives us what we need and even more than that. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's hard to see in the, I think, in the the immediateness oh, of our need sure. to be like, is that really what I need? Yeah. Am I going to be able to live <laughs> off of that? <laughs> but you extrapolate it out and you look back over time and it's like, I got exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's really amazing because I feel like if we're if we were to talk to her maybe in heaven or something mm-hmm. and we were to ask like, OK, so whenever you're going through this whole time period in which you didn't have any means to pay off, did you think that God would work through it by like pots? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she'll probably be like, no, <laughs> like not at all. Yeah. But would you go through all of that again? I feel like she probably would have said yes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. There's a, a quote from Ellen White. I don't remember. I'll have to look it up and put it in the show notes. Um, but she says, it's it's from the book Ministry of Healing. And she says that when if we were to go back over our lives and kind of re- rewind the tape and see how God worked in every yeah. instance, that there wouldn't be a single thing that we would change. Mm-hmm. To see how God provided in each and every instance that we would make be no different. We said, no, that's, that's the way. We yeah. know that God was just and he provided mm-hmm. and he did what he promised he would do. We wouldn't change anything. I think that's very beautiful, honestly, because I think... Uh, or at least for me, I like to be in control of a lot of things. So I like to plan everything out and I like everything. I think you're the only one. The t- Maybe I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like whenever we decide to put our trust in God, like that opens up a whole different world of things that yeah. we didn't know would be yeah. possible. And so yeah. I'm, it's, I feel like with my relationship with God, I'm like, okay, so personally, I would like to do this, 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 this. But I feel like God's like, no, let me take you this route because then it's going to lead you to this and then this, which you don't see right now, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be worth it. Mm -hmm. And maybe the hard part is just trusting because we like to see the end results. And sometimes you don't see the end results, (laughs) but maybe that's the whole part of the process is trusting which can be hard. Yeah. I know me, me and my best friend Taylor, we talk about that all the time. We're like, how do we trust and be in peace throughout the process whenever mm-hmm. you don't see the end result? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that has to do with cultivating a relationship with God in yeah. which you depend on him every single day. Yeah. Or else yeah. it gets even harder. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and how presumptive we are sometimes to think that we can navigate life without access to heaven's resources. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. like you've got the wealth of heaven's resources on your side and God says, here. Mm-hmm. And all we have to do is turn towards and, and use. And instead we're like, I'm just going to go do my thing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think how how much better our lives would be if we, and I, I think God, let me finish, finish a thought, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think God God respects our desires and our wants and he uses mm-hmm. those. He created us in that way, right? Yeah. But at the same time, he takes into account everybody else's decisions and our decisions and then his decisions mm-hmm. and puts that together to provide the best opportunity for his children. Yeah. And for us to neglect or ignore God's agency in our lives, mm-hmm. just be like, I know where I'm going to school. I know what job I'm going to do on a decision. <laughs> I know what pants I'm going to wear this morning. Like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
to involve God in those decisions and say, okay, here's to the best of my knowledge what I, I feel is the right path. Mm-hmm. But God, I'm, I want to leave it to, to you mm-hmm. and to confirm or to to shift or to, to, to lead. And if we were to go back and look, it's like, wow, God is, he, he was here in this moment and in that moment. Yeah. And because of his insight and wisdom, this went this way instead of what I thought. It was so mm-hmm. much better than I thought it was going to be. Exactly. <laughs> and so maybe what we have to keep in mind, if you're going through like a time period of your life in which you're like, okay, I, this situation seems impossible. I don't know what the end result is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what we can do is it literally just left my mind i had it i had it (laughs) oh my gosh um i would say what you have to do is find a way to keep in touch with god Mm. because i feel like right now i'm going through a season in my life which requires a lot of faith Mm -hmm. and i don't really see the end results for anything especially Mm -hmm. with like my senior year it's my last year of college it's you start to have to Adult. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the real world. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And I would say what has been helping me has been, well, personally, my journaling Mm -hmm. and trying to spend time with God. Because then when you spend time with him, he brings about a peace Mm. um, that I know would definitely not be there (laughs) during a time like this. Yeah. And so whenever you spend time with God, whether that's uh, walking outside or um, journaling or praying or reading a book, whatever it is that works for you, uh, just asking him for peace and for guidance in your life, Mm -hmm. you will be able to start seeing how he's working Mm -hmm. his way in your life. And Mm -hmm. you'll be able to hear whenever he speaks through different people. Yeah. and I think that's really amazing because we have to also do our part and try and take our time to get to know him and to mm-hmm. ask him mm-hmm. and to ask him for help in the things that we're going through and he will provide it. Yeah. And I think sometimes we tend to doubt if he's going to provide, um, but we have to know that God loves us even more than our parents do mm-hmm. and he wants what's best for us. And yeah. so he will yeah. provide. Yeah. So that's kind of like a reminder that I have to tell myself every day yeah or because of us if not it gets difficult <laughs> it's true it's true and the realities of life set in and, and life mm-hmm. isn't an easy thing it's not exactly. like the perfect world it's like ah oh, wake up early every morning and this yeah. is when i spend time with god and like life <laughs> is just peachy it's like no like let's be honest <laughs> it, it's like it's like a roller coaster you yeah. go through the ups and the downs uh the twists and the turns yeah but you make it yeah yeah <laughs> And I think the the valleys help us appreciate the mountains and the mountains help us appreciate the valleys. Exactly. All right. Um, Anything else that jumped out to you that you wanted to to share? Um, I would say I got a few takeaways from this Mm -hmm. um, couple of verses. And I would say the first thing for us to do is to stop limiting God Mm. um, because I tend to do it personally. I'm like, I'm not sure if he can do that. Will he do that? Can he do that? It's not can or... Is he able to, like, he is always able to. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. has no limits. And that that's something that I have to remind myself each day. Is I personally put limits on God, but there is no limit on him. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is to go to God for everything. The small mm-hmm. little things, the big things in your life, um, whatever is bothering you, whatever whatever things bring you joy, peace, whatever brings you frustration and sadness. Yeah. I feel like we have to 
bring all of that to God because he does want to hear from us and yeah. he does like hearing what's going on in our everyday life. And if he's able to know that and like hear us talk to him, then he's able to help us. Yeah. And then another thing that I was able to take away was to believe that God will help you mm-hmm. because sometimes it's hard to believe that he can help you mm-hmm. and or if he will help you. And it's just to have faith, which can be hard. Yeah. Have faith that he will yeah. help you because yeah. he cares about you. Yeah. And then my last thing is to always remember that nothing is impossible with God. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are always so many Bible verses about that, mm-hmm. like nothing is impossible with God. And I feel like sometimes that just passes over my head. But <laughs> like sometimes you just have to think about it whenever you're going through a hard time or whatever situations are in your mm-hmm. life and just remember, no, nothing is impossible with God. Yeah. So if nothing is impossible with God, then why am I worrying? Yeah. You know? Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, even though it's hard, I know that God will always make a way for us and it will be the best way possible. We just have to be open to listening to him and to trust him through whatever path he's going to take you to, which doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Elevate Retake. I hope you gained a better understanding of this wonderful miracle that was performed for this woman by the prophet Elisha and the hand of God. Imagine the testimony that this woman will have to everyone that's around her. You can connect with us through Instagram at the link in the description, as well as leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear your opinions on the topic as well. Above all else, we're seeking to build a thoughtful community through podcasting, and we're so grateful that you're here. If you liked what you heard today, or it challenged you in any way to think about things differently, consider sharing this episode with a friend. My name is Kelvin, and I'll catch you on the next episode of Elevate Retake.